Blog Talk Radio. Make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. And don't forget, if you guys have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you go over there, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. I want to thank and welcome everybody that has done that as uh, we continue to grow over there. Um, and make sure you guys check the videos out there uh, over there as well as uh, it's showing that uh, we got people making their way over there. So uh, make sure you guys continue to do that as well. Um, got a lot to talk about tonight from Zion Williamson to DeAndre Hopkins to the Joker to um, – there's something else we're going to get into as well. Stefan Diggs, uh, sports betting, um, a few other things we're going to get into tonight. Glad to be here on this Wednesday. Yes, hump day here in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Um, we had a big announcement earlier this week, too, with a partnership. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. Uh, make sure you guys follow, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, there you go. Follow us, follow us. There you go. Follow us, follow us, follow us, follow um, on Instagram as well. There's a lot going on, um, a lot of great things coming out, partnerships, um, and a lot of things. So make sure you guys uh, – Make sure you guys keep up. Check check us out, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, for those who don't catch the shows live, you guys can uh, either go there and cl- uh, click the links. It'll take you straight to the iHeartRadios, the Spotify's, the iTunes, YouTube channels, um, or if you just catch shows and podcasts on YouTube and you don't want to go through this whole block talk radio or Spreak, uh, Spreaker or any other way you catch it, all you got to do is just go into your iHeart account, iHeart Radio account or Spotify account, and just search the 110 Nation, follow the show that way, and you guys will be able to catch the show just like that as well. Let me go ahead and get my co-host in here. Uh, Mario, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I didn't hit the button. It didn't click. There we go. Um, okay. Technical difficulties there. How are you doing tonight, Mario? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be in the studio tonight and chit-chat with you. Um, I was in North Carolina this weekend, last weekend. Unfortunately, our paths did not cross, um, but I'll be back in July, so hopefully we get, uh, get to do what we was planning on doing then. Um, between the, the kids actually uh, having things planned to keep me busy and then Mario out at the Hoke County Fair and uh, getting ready to go back out to another fair, carnival, whatever he's got going on, he's going to tell us here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, both of us staying pretty busy these days. Um, let them know, one, where they can find uh, Carolina Sports Plus on the web, Facebook, and then also let them know where you're going to be at next. Okay. Uh, you can check us out at carolinasportsplus.com. You can check us out on social media at Carolina Sports Plus on Facebook and Instagram. we got a lot of good things going on. Currently, we're going to be in South Carolina starting tomorrow for the Rock Hill Carnival. So we'll be out there for a couple of days and uh, see how things go. 
Um, shout out your uh, boxers. Uh, he's got a couple boxers, and we're not talking about dogs. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, uh, oh. They, they, can, they can be the mean dogs in the ring, though. Um, yeah. Uh, shout them out. Let them know, let them know uh, we got much love for them. Okay, okay. I like First, I'd like to shout out Angel Munoz out of uh, Spring Lake. He got uh, a big fight coming up. He got a little title fight coming up. He's currently 3-0, working a 4-0. So that fight is July 29th at the Armory in Fayetteville on Orange Drive. And I'd also like to shout out Michael Williams, Jr. He has a fight coming back to Fayetteville August the 12th. Of course, in Fayetteville, got some good things going on, some good fights going on. So uh, please come out and support. Um, like I said, I got to travel to North Carolina this last weekend. Got to pick up my son um, for the summer. Um, was surprised when I got in late Friday night um, that we were going to go canoeing up the uh, um, the river, the great great something river right there in Lillington. I can't remember uh, which river it is. Uh, so we spent two hours up on the river canoeing. And, uh, you know, before I left for North Carolina and uh, Ohio, it was it got up to 90 a couple of days, which is a little bit on the warm side here in Ohio. But uh, and it cooled back down. It was mainly upper 80s, lower or upper uh, 70s, lower 80s, mid 80s. Hadn't seen rain, drought, grass, yellow, brown. It was horrible. And bring my son back to good old Ohio, and hell, yesterday it was a high of like 63 or 64, and it's rained every day since. Oh. Um, so <laughs> um, I know that here in a few days it's supposed to get back into the mid-80s and uh, closer to 90, so things are uh, about to turn around. But, um, yeah, it's been kind of on the cold and rainy side ever since I've been back to Ohio. So blame my son on that. Uh, I gave him the big uh, thank you for that. But uh, yeah, we got a few things, few things we want to jump into tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. Before we jump into the first thing, I want to uh, shout out to NPRL Racing League. Um, they actually have a live event that they have going on tonight. It's race, I want to say, 6 of 15. It might be race 7 um, of 15. I can't remember the top of my head what number it is. Uh, we have joined excuse me, um, joined forces. Uh, we formed a partnership. They do an online racing. Um, and, uh, of course, we have our um, 110 Nation racing experience that we have every Monday night. I'm not going to lie, um, this last Monday night, I was on the edge of my seat. Um, the I, uh, the uh, 110 Nation racing experience was out the Knoxville Raceway. I finished second. I was so hoping that I was going to catch first place, and I was getting closer and closer until the end of the race and uh, could not close the gap. But we formed a partnership. We got a lot of things coming. We'll be doing um, for those that ever watch Race Hub and NASCAR. We have they have what they call radioactive. <coughs> Basically, they take different clips of things going on during the race. But we 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 do we take their in car camera um, uh, in car camera uh, audio and plug that uh-huh. in. So as you're seeing what's going on, on the track, you're going to hear what the drivers and everything are saying. So it's going uh-huh. to be very interesting and some cool content that we're going to add to the 110 Nation. If you're out there and you you got something going on sport-wise and you want to join forces or maybe you got a show and don't have a platform to put it on, or maybe you, you, you're doing a, a show every week and you want a platform to add it to to help expand, help network, hit me up, Mr. CJ Sports. We're always looking forward to either A, <coughs> bringing new talent on to the 110 Nation um, Sports Radio Network um, to help us grow, or we're also always looking for shows to syndicate on our network. And uh, a, big, a big deal about the whole syndicating is the fact that our shows go on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, you name it, we pretty much are on them, any of the big platforms. So you have an opportunity to either, A, do shows with us um, and be on those platforms, or if you already do shows, get your shows out there to help you grow and to help us grow as well. Just hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, son, I got the cost. 
Um, first thing off the list, first thing I want to get into is this whole Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, however you, however you say this, um, and the Denver Nuggets. First of all, shout out to the Denver Nuggets. I called it in five. I think you called it in six. Either way, we both called Denver. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Miami having anything for them. We, we can talk more about that if we want to get into that. The whole Joker conversation. I feel this whole conversation is really kind of gotten out of hand. I, I have I've listened to show after show after show. I have seen. I have look. I'm looking at two uh, a top 25, a top 20, and a top 25 list. One has the Joker top 10 center of all time. Another one has the uh, number 12th um, center of all time. And you're you're talking about ahead of some of the greats out there. Your Robert Parrishes, who won multiple championships. Um, I, I'm not going to say Dikembe Mutombo is a great, but, um, you know, that's another name. Big uh, Bill Walton, who's got two championships with the Blazers, um, who put up pretty good, pretty pretty decent numbers. Um, Alonzo Mourning with the title, just the, the one title, but title with, with decent numbers. Um, it's crazy to me. The whole Robert Parrish thing is crazy to me. Um, that everybody is just jumping on this whole Nikolai Jolik and uh, another one they put up there in front of is Dwight Howard. Not that I feel Dwight Howard is this phenomenal center, but he wins a title, and all of a sudden people are willing to put him in the conversation of top ten, and I've, I've even heard as, as high as top five centers of all time. I'm not you, – you you have two MVP runs, and people – a lot of people questioned that second MVP and, and felt that that should have went in Giannis's direction. And, and, and then, of course, Embiid wins it this year, and, and people felt that Embiid was rightfully so. And, and so there, there's kind of a dispute whether or not he should be a two-time back-to-back MVP anyway. Um and then he wins a title. And outside of these last couple years in his total career, he's gotten better. But it's not like he's been throwing up these phenomenal numbers and extreme numbers this whole time that he's been in the NBA. This is one of the things where he is constantly growing. He is 227th ranked in, in rebounds and 186th ranked in assists. It's not like, you know, he's just putting up these massive points his whole career, these massive rebounds, massive assists. He helped Denver. I, I, I give him this. He helped Denver do something they have never done on the franchise and, and win an NBA uh, Finals. But I, I'm not ready to put him in this list of uh, so high on a list uh, when it comes to centers all time. Are you, Mario? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm on. I'm on the about the same page as you. I feel like he still. I feel like he still has a little bit more work to put in the game of basketball, you know, congratulations on, most definitely congratulations on, you know, winning championship, uh, MVP, and finals MVP, you know, he, he, he definitely is a, uh, he's a good player, as, as you saw, I saw some, I saw some lists where he was above, you know, the, I heard, I saw one where he was above Shaq, you understand what I'm saying, so, so I feel like he still has a lot more to, to prove to the game. But uh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to put him up there in that type of uh, rankings above Shaq. Not yet. Every not saying he could. Every list that I have, every list that I have seen, I've seen four uh, people. I, I've never said I've not seen a list that involves Shaq being behind him. Um, I, I know that a couple of shows that I listened to listened to they were real close to Shaq. But the four names, and the only four names that to me have been consistently on the list above him is Bill Russell, and everybody has him number one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who I think everybody's had him two, Will Chamberlain, I think everybody's had him three, and Shaq number four, um, and I think that's been the the, the same, all four. 
Yeah. Once you get past those four, it goes crazy to me. I've I've seen the list as high, high as him being number five, and, and when you put him on the list, when you talk about the list, you're talking to him being a, a head of a Hakeem Olajuwon, who's got two NBA yeah. titles. You're talking about David Robinson, the Twin Towers, who's got two <coughs> two championships and, and average. 20 points a game, double-double is average um, points and rebounds, playoffs and um, regular season. Um, You're you're talking about names of Moses Malone. You're you're talking – it's crazy. Patrick Ewing, I, I know Patrick Ewing never won a championship, and, and, of course, that's going to hamper his, you know, being on the top of the list. And, and I don't feel that Patrick Ewing should be any higher than what he's in the list. Most of the list, I think, tend to – 10 through 15. Uh, but it's just crazy to me to see these lists and, and listen to these conversations, and they have him so high on these, uh, on these lists. And it was, let's be honest, the only thing that he's really accomplished is won a title. And don't be wrong, the two MVPs, like I said, a lot of people, there's a lot of dispute on the second MVP whether or not it should have went to him or went to Giannis. <coughs> Some people yeah. feel that. He should not got that back to back. Um, it's crazy to me <laughs> how how quickly everybody has jumped on board, and, and, and it feels that this is one of the greatest centers to ever play this game. And if you 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 go back more than a couple seasons, you I mean you knew the name, but it wasn't like. You know, he was he was putting up these crazy, phenomenal numbers. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I want to put him, I want him to put him above, I want to put him above uh, Kim Olajuwon. David Robinson. I, I don't, I, I agree. I, I don't, there's a few other names that, Honestly, I I don't have him high on my list, but I, I would probably grab him, grab them before I grab him. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me how quickly, I, and I'm pulling up his stats right now as we speak, um, these lists and, and listening to the shows. And, and you know, and I, I thought when I'm listening to the shows, like, they can't be serious. Like, they got to be, they got to be talking out their, their, their neck, like there, there's no way that, and then it seemed like list after list after list that I pulled up. Yes, that's that's what what people are honestly rating him as, and that's where um, they have Giannis or uh, uh, Jokic. You, you figure. Yeah. In the uh, except for the last three seasons, we averaged twenty six, twenty seven, and twenty four. Previous to that, he only had one season. He cracked even twenty re- or twenty points a game. Um, field goal percentage barely, except for the last two seasons, he was a fifty eight and a sixty three percent. The rest of the time, he was barely a fifty percent free throw sh- or a um, field goal percent uh, shooter. Um, Rebounds, you're, you're only one season that he's actually averaged. Uh, well, he's averaged a couple seasons double doubles, offensive defense. Um, it's not like you know he's just the assist is a little bit higher than normal when he comes to your your centers. Uh, almost almost ten assists this year um, per game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just crazy to me how how high everybody thinks of. And it's funny because we went into this playoffs going into the playoffs this year, everybody talked about the fact that they couldn't win, that they kept yeah. losing, like they, they they just couldn't get, you know, oh, he's two time MVP, but when it comes to the playoffs he disappears. When it comes to the playoffs this mm-hmm. and then he 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 granted he did sweep the, uh, the Lakers, and that, that was 
Part of me wants to say it's impressive because that's the LeBron team, but the other part of me has got to remember the fact this is a, a LeBron James that's like 38 years old, 20 years in the yeah. league, and it's showing. And, and yeah. uh, Anthony Davis, who can't stay healthy and is very inconsistent, and then there was really – everybody else was just kind of <laughs> – I'm going to say plug-in pieces because people are going to get contracts like Reeves and everybody. Um, but yeah. D'Angelo didn't show up to the playoffs. and There was no other real big name. So you, you, you were kind of going against uh, an aged LeBron James and injured-prone Anthony Davis and then the rest of the team. Um, I, I don't know if people hold a lot of weight in this 4-1 series against Miami. Um, because we kind of knew what we was going to get. You had you had Jimmy Butler with seven undrafted players. You had a passes prime Kyle Lowry and a passes prime Kevin Love. Like how they got past Boston is still beyond me. But it, it we got what we expected. And to be all yeah. and to all fairness, anybody out of the West, I felt was going to win over the East. I don't think any of the teams in the East were any good, um, at least compared to the West. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, I don't know if these people hold a lot of weight on the, the, his ranking, how they feel about him when it comes to this win in in the NBA Finals. Because I'm sorry. No, they you you beat Miami. I, nobody nobody thought you was going to lose to Miami. You know, you, you didn't really play against anybody. Uh, but anyway, um, another big topic today. And, and, and when I came out earlier today, um, one of my employees told me about it, and it kind of blew my mind. This is even such a big topic. <clears throat> Kind of, kind of, someone your your way, your neck of the woods, um, Zion. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk about trading up and um, Zion going somewhere else. And uh-huh. the, the the only thing I can think of is why why would anybody give up an opportunity, especially in top five. And there was rumors at one point in time, San Antonio today. There's one uh, rumors at one point in time, Golden State. I don't know what Golden State was willing to give up. There was also a one point in time conversation of the Charlotte um, Charlotte Hornets and them yeah. giving up a draft pick to get Zion. I would do that. Zion's a big dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would. I wouldn't like. He has played in, in, in his career. He has played 114 games. You want to take yeah. a guess at how many games he's missed? How many? 203. Oh, yeah. Why? I think it, it, as much yeah. uh, it, as 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 big as that dude is, like that, that's a big dude. And oh, yeah, yeah. I think part of his issue is he likes food because he's not just a strong big dude. Like he's he's a he's a healthy eater big dude. But yeah. I think it's part of his problem. Um yeah. but even even when he slims down and, and eats healthy, he's a big dude. Like yeah. he's a NFL body type big dude. Uh-huh. But he can't stay healthy. He, he's no. missed 203 games in his career already. That's 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 a lot of games to be missing in the short amount of time that he's played. Yeah, um, he's only the most he played in in any season was 61 games. The other things that come into factor to me is he was clear to play in the playoffs last year and yeah, in so the end was. of the season, but. Mentally, he says he wasn't Zion. Then you throw in the whole baby mama drama and the the off-the-court stuff he's got going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I – now, of course, we know Michael Jordan ran Charlotte is not (laughs) – 
I, I don't know what he has done to the Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets, but it has not turned that into a winning program by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it's well, crazy how one of the greatest players to ever play this game, how horrible he is at putting a team together and managing and owning a team or whatever. Um, but so I, I, I don't know if I necessarily would put it past him to not make this, you know, to make this move or whatever. But yeah. I, I don't, especially the top five, why anybody would give up, no, not give up five. somebody. Yeah. Like you're, you're, and I agree with what I heard today that if he gets past the health issues and stays healthy, there's such a huge upside. Mm-hmm. But you're you're talking this far in to his career, yeah. and you're already have missed. You've missed almost double the games you played. Like yeah. that is. I I don't know if I'm willing to give up a potential. The only way top five that I would give up potentially is if this draft class was that weak. Like there is no hopes that any of the, you know, say I'm the third pick, fourth pick, fifth pick, whatever, because I think everybody thinks Wimby is going to be a star, and I, I just, I, it would be, I, I, I would be beyond shocked if San Antonio gives up having that opportunity for a Zion, knowing what the potential they no. got. Zion, no, but no, nowhere close. Yeah. But you, you, the only way that I am willing to trade and, and take Zion and I have the top five or possibly even the top ten is the fall off of the draft picks would have to be so astronomical that it would be just as much worth to me to take a chance on – hoping that Zion can stay healthy versus what is left once you get past the first, second, or third, whatever, um, picks here. You, you're, you're talking in three seasons, and, and the fact that he's played, like I said, 114 games, he's missed 203 games. Um, I just, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. When he's playing, you're, you're looking at 25 to 30 points a game on average. You're, you're I'm not impressed really with rebounds, but he's a good, he's a good percentage thrower, uh, shooter. You're looking at a 60% kind of guy, um, yeah. and, and that's why the the whole Nikolai Jokic thing kind of baffles me. Is you got a guy that only three season ends, averaging 60, 60% from the field, and the Joker is lucky to hit half his, half his shots. Uh, but at least yeah. the Joker plays, and at least the Joker is able to play full seasons. Um, I don't I don't know. When, when this came out, it just kind of blew my mind. Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I know that it wasn't fun playing him, especially for you being a Tar Heel fan. And uh-huh. I, 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 watching him play college for Duke and it was like a grown man playing with a bunch of high school kids out there. Um, yeah. I, I, I know it wasn't really fun for anybody that had to watch their team play against Duke. And like I said, this dude, this dude is a grown man. Like, he, he is huge. Um, but he just can't manage to find himself on the court. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just – I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it either, though. Now, I think it would be – they're talking about that, that it would be bad for the Pelicans in every show that I heard. I I think the Pelicans got to be in a tough spot. Yeah, they because are. because they want him. Yeah, they want him. They, I mean, obviously, if he plays, he fits their team real well. You know what I mean? So obviously, they want to keep him. 
But then at the same time, you know, him not being ready to play in the playoffs and, and still being on the bench with the team, you understand what I'm saying, still going to practices and all that good stuff. But then when it's time to play, you, you don't feel right. But you out here, you yeah. you out here bidding up, you out here bidding up your girlfriend all types of ways, but don't want to get on the court. <laughs> you know, you understand what I'm saying? So it definitely put the Pelicans in a bad situation because he is a good player. But then at the end, I think all this injury stuff started when he slipped out that shoe at Duke. As soon as he slipped out that shoe in Duke, he couldn't stay healthy for the rest of that season. And it, and it and it stayed and it stayed with him in the NBA. We're gonna blame it on the shoe. We're gonna say it's coincidence. It's just a coincidence. It's just you know what I mean. Just that's how it works sometimes. You know what I mean. Just one lucky fall, one lucky break. You know what I mean. And you feel like you can't. You always getting broke up. You know what I mean. Sometimes it's like that. But I want to see him do good because he's a good player. But then at the same token, do I want him on my team if I need him to play? You understand what I'm saying? And you've been practicing. You've been, you've been on the bench with us while you've been hurt, and now we need you in the playoffs. We got us in the playoffs, and we need you. And your defense is I'm not mentally ready to play. You understand what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come on, man. Where's that drive? Where's that passion? I want to play. I want to get on the court. I want to be there. You understand what I'm saying? I got your back. You, you know what I mean? That's where, that's where the the where it kind of separates that. You know what I mean? I don't want to play with them. Yeah. It's got to be tough, especially for the Pelicans, because that was your number one pick. You you had an opportunity mm-hmm. to pick anybody coming to the draft. Yeah. And you picked Zion. You had an opportunity to go any other direction. You haven't even had a chance to trade down, get somebody for your draft, whatever the case may be. And then not only not only that, now you have stuck it out. Like, not only did you – you picked him number one, and, and so you yeah. didn't you, you and didn't go in any other direction, but then – You've kind of committed already three seasons. Like you, you it, it was kind. Of, it's kind of like a marriage. Like till death do us part, for better or worse, sickness yeah. and health. Like at, at what point do you finally say, yo, I, I want a divorce? Like when are you finally yeah. ready to just, you know, because you know on the backside, if you trade him, yeah, you got to, and he never he doesn't even want to play if, there. If you, you know what I mean? I feel like. Yeah, I don't even feel like he wants to play there. So, so it may, I have to trade him to get something. I can't just let him go and get nothing in two years. You oh, understand no. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, almost oh, definitely. But what's the other side of that coin? Say you trade him, yeah, and he never gets yeah, I know. he never gets injured ever again. again. Goes yeah, on exactly. to be one of the greatest power yep. force to ever play this Ford, game. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, like. Pelican, everybody yeah. else has kind of, kind of got that advantage. Like we're willing to give up somebody to take that, but to be on the other side of that shoe, to, to give up, or, you know, made him the number one pick and, and committed to three seasons to finally say, you know what, we finally give up. Yeah, that's got to me. To me, it's got to be the tougher side of that coin because if all of a sudden he stays healthy. And all of a sudden, he goes on to be one of the greatest power forwards to ever play this game. Knowing yeah. what you you could have went in the direction you, you could have went, and you didn't. You picked him number one, and you you wasted three seasons. Um, yeah. And then to finally decide to pull the plug for him to go on to, for greatness like that. To me, it's easier to say, you know, Michael Jordan say, you know, what we're going to take a shot, you know. We're we're gonna trade our draft pick away. There's no guarantee. There's no nothing. We're only giving up, you know, whatever pick we got. Um, there's no guarantee who we would have picked or you know, would have been there who we wanted and whether or not they would have made it in the NBA. It's yeah. all speculation. Yeah. Um, so to me it's easier to say, you know what, we're willing to give you our draft pick. We're willing to take a shot. We're not losing the number one pick overall. Um, and there's no guarantee who we want is even going to be there. So we're going to we're going to take this chance. 
Um, and it seemed like, and unfortunately, it seemed like Charlotte, uh, what do you got to lose? Like, there's a reason why you're yeah. a top ten draft pick team anyway, yeah. why you had a greater yeah. percentage chances of being. That's like all the years in the Browns. Like, you know, there's a reason why we had the number one draft pick all those years and, and was towards the top. Yeah. Or back when we drafted the Cle- uh, LeBron James, there was a reason why we had the, the, the pick to get LeBron James. There's a reason why we had the draft picks to get Tristan Thompson and Deion Waiters. And there was uh, Anthony Bennett, I think. Who, I think we had three years in a row we were our number one pick. There was a reason why. We sucked. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a reason why that uh, Zion, um, the Northern Pelicans were in the position. But also bring you back to that point of whether or not he wants to be in New Orleans. Um, I, I can see that being a whole other issue. Like, there is not a lot other than him when he's healthy. There's not a lot going on for the Pelicans these days. Um, it's not like the days when, you know, you had Anthony Davis, or it's not the days when you had, you know, this team that was impressive, like hey, they got, the Browns on the courts. Yeah, yeah. They got to the playoffs without Zion, but they needed them in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, yeah. But Ingram, you know they they still got they still got. I want to say they're 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 not nobody, but but I I would say they got a little bit of firepower with Ingram and uh, old buddy from Portland that came over there, and uh, they got they got a little talent. They just need Zion to play or train them. You think he's gonna stay there for the rest of his career? Zion. I I think I think it's in the Pelicans' hands. I don't think it's up to him. I think the Pelicans yeah. could put a team around him if they were if they wanted to. I don't know if the Pelicans have the confidence in the fact that he will stay healthy. Um, yeah. Why? Why would you build a team around somebody and you know kind of leverage your future around someone that you're not sure is going to be able to play? Is going to stay healthy to play? That would be like any yeah. team trying to leverage or build around Greg Oden. And I threw that out earlier today, and I kind of laughed. And I was kind of being sarcastic with the whole Greg Greg Oden thing. But to me, it's not much difference. Like. Why Why would the Pelicans build a team around somebody? Because ultimately, if you build a team around Zion and the presence he has on that court, if it does not work out, you're going to have to replace him with somebody with a similar dominance on the court when he's playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's the only way that's going to work. Uh, if not, you've not only wasted – you know, the the whole time was on, but you've wasted everything you've done to build a team around him. I, I, I honestly think everything is in the Pelicans' court. I think they control everything they want to do. Um, honestly, I don't see how Zion could have any, really any say on anything, whether or not he stays there, goes, anything to anybody until he can prove he can stay healthy enough because he has no leverage. He can't say, well, I want to go play somewhere else because there's no guarantee anybody else. And I don't get me wrong. I know there's teams out there that they're willing to take a chance. It's not going to be the contract he's going to probably hope for or want. Um, but he loses leverage every year this goes on and he cannot stay healthy. Um, and, and so I think right now, I think everything is in the Pelicans court. Um, I think they get to decide how this is going to play out. Not so much Zion and, and, and unless Zion shows that he can stay healthy and um, is, is not going to be injured. I, I, I would keep my tail between my legs, and if they're willing to renew my contract, I would just continue and be happy that someone's giving me this opportunity. Like I said, I know the team's out there is going to, um, but 
if this continues on, say his, I, I think he's what probably got what two more years of his contract. I don't know how many years his contract was. Um, we'll, we'll say that we we continue this trend, and let's say by the time his contract's up in a couple of years, he's done this two sixty, two seventy. Now those teams, I think that would be willing right now, may not be so willing when his contract's up. And yeah. I, I think, yeah, so I, I think that right now everything is in the Pelicans' court. And honestly, I, I think that Zion needs to figure out physically, mentally, and all his drama needs to get figured out in this off season because moving forward, unless he can stay on that court and play, unless he can physically and mentally do what he needs to do, he is really not going to have any control of his his future. Everything every, everything in his future is going to be based on what other people decide on. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, another another name in the uh, in the headlines today. Um, this this particular player has visited the New England Patriots twice um, in the last two days, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. Um, seems that like, like that name gets thrown out there a lot. Yeah. Um, I saw an interesting take earlier today. Mm. And see, Hopkins is another one that kind of intrigues me because in the last four seasons, he's only managed to play one full season. Um, yeah. Two of his last four seasons, he he didn't hit 1,000 yards. One of them, he barely broke 500 yards. Um, touchdowns, yeah. you're – you're talking 11 touchdowns in the last two seasons combined. And, and I know part of this has got to do with the quarterback. I'm sorry, but I'm not I'm not sold on the whole Kyle Murray thing. I, I think, well, honestly, I think Arizona's wasted their time with that whole quarterback situation. Um, I, I think physically, mentally, and dedication-wise, Kyle Murray's not not the guy that they need or really any team needs, but that's just my opinion. I, I I think it's ridiculous that he got drafted when he got drafted. I think it's ridiculous the contracts that he's gotten. Um, and so we'll watch how all that plays out. But that's one of those quarterbacks I don't see. They make the playoffs, they make the playoffs. I don't see it ever being a deep run or a serious conversation of a Super Bowl. That's just my opinion of Kyle Murray. Uh, but John De- Hopkins, especially his last few years, has had some some injury issues, and you're talking what nine seasons, three, six, nine, ten seasons, and so you're talking a lot of miles on on those legs, and you're yeah. talking some injuries. Um, in his prime and healthy, yes, phenomenal. Um, Part of me would like to see what a, a, re, uh, a reunion with uh, Deshaun Watson would be like. The, you know, they, they play together, yeah, they know each other. Um, especially, especially when you have an Amari Cooper as you, you could have him as your number one. Um, you, you got uh, Peoples Jones out there. You got um, some good tight ends. You got a solid running game. So it's not. DeAndre Hopkins heavy. It's not work relying on him to make or break a season or have to, to carry the workload. So if he does have another repeat of last year and only have a 717 yards, it's not that big of a deal because Amari Cooper is going to have you 1,000 yards. Uh, People Jones is going to have your yards. Um, uh, the receiver, Elijah, Elijah Turner, not Turner, Elijah, whoever his last name is uh, we got from the Jets, um, <clears throat> we'll have our yards on touchdowns. Najuku, uh, our tight end, will have his yards. We, we, we're at a point here in Cleveland finally where we have a bunch of receivers and a bunch of tight ends. We have a very solid running game. Um, we have a quarterback that's mobile. So it's not like we're relying on one receiver. If He's going to have to get 1,500 yards or 2,000 yards in order for us to have a great season. No, we have enough players and enough receivers that if we brought someone like DeAndre Hopkins in, and then he only got the 717 yards, he only scored five to eight touchdowns, would not be that 
that devastating because we have so many weapons. Um, when, you, when you talk about the Patriots, <clears throat> Another name thrown out there. If the it does not work out with Stephon Diggs out there, because there's an issue with Stephon Diggs, um, they actually cut mini camp mandatory mini camp short. Buffalo um, with the, the the he's here, he's not here, he's here, he's not. I, I, there's, there's a lot of drama going on with Buffalo and Stephon Diggs. If he went to either one of those teams, the likelihood he would be the number one receiver. And then now you're you're relying on somebody that's not been able to play a full season in a few seasons, and has only played one full season in the last four years. You're, you're asking a lot of someone that has not mustered up a thousand yards in the last two seasons, has barely got ten touchdowns in the last two seasons. Excuse me, you're asking a lot of a receiver that's got a lot of miles, a lot of years. To learn a new system, stay healthy, and carry your team. Um, interesting point that was brought up was the fact that people talking about Steph, or um, I'm sorry, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins going to New England or, or at least visiting New, New England the last two days, and a lot of people felt that he had a better shot, of, or New England had a better shot of signing him yesterday versus today. And the reason is because they hold Stephon Diggs. Like, now, why would not De- why would DeAndre Hopkins not wait out to see whether or not Buffalo needs the number one? Because, one, um, a lot of people have not liked playing for New England. I don't know why. And I thought it was no, interesting yeah. the whole debate today that I was listening to. Um <laughs> they got a pretty heated uh, uh, conversation today. It's not, it ain't always about fun. It's about winning. Um, you want to go fun, go to a carnival. I, I, they were hilarious. Uh, but also, um, I think right now, especially, you have a better chance of winning, going to a playoffs, or even going possibly going to the Super Bowl with the Buffalo Bills versus New England Patriots. So if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I'm waiting out anyway because I want to know if Buffalo needs my services where I have a better chance of going to the playoffs. I have a better chance of even possibly going to the Super Bowl than going Mm -hmm. to New England where a lot of people have not liked the culture in New England. Um, but and up until Tom Brady left, a lot of people sacrificed their, I wouldn't say happiness, but they sacrificed some of their happiness for knowing that they were going to probably go to a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Um, but mm-hmm. I'd also would rather have someone like um, Josh Allen thrown to me versus Mac Jones, um, and, and I would rather have a. a I would rather be in a position where there's more of a chance that I would go to the playoffs. Um, and that's sad to even talk about the fact that Buffalo has a better chance than New England even making it to the playoffs, um, but also more of a chance of going to the Super Bowl with Buffalo than I see with New England right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree on all that. I think he does need to go somewhere like that because I think his prime, uh, you know, when he's a good wide receiver, you know, obviously the speed is not going to be there. The route running always makes a difference, you know what I mean? If I know you're going to be somewhere where I need you to be, if somebody's in my face and that area is open, you understand what I'm saying? So I can understand that part of him knowing football. But at the same time, I'm trying to go somewhere where I can win, especially if I'm already released. You understand what I'm saying? So I feel like as, as much as much as I – most of me does not want him in Cleveland because I know that he has only played 17 games in two seasons. I know that he's only got 1,200 yards in two seasons. I know that he's only got 11 touchdowns in two seasons. I know that he has followed the ball twice, uh, and that's not a lot, but it's still Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Almost a, a, a tenth of where uh, a fifth or uh, no, yeah, fifth of what you got touchdowns you have in fumbles. Uh, without it all being yeah. said, I know there's a lot of things, but I also know that if and, and I, I I can be there's no doubt in my mind that he wants more than he's probably worth, more than he's probably deserving. And probably more than needs to be in the salary cap that the Cleveland Browns have. But with that being said, I also know if he went to a team like Cleveland versus Buffalo or versus New England Patriots, he wouldn't be the number one. 
that Amari Cooper would be our number one still. I know that yeah. with Elijah, and I wish I could remember his last name from the New York Jets, and it blows a month, can't remember his last name, and Peoples-Jones and Najuku and everything else we have, um, all the weight's not going to be carried on someone that has not been able to stay healthy over the last two seasons, um, which yeah. if I'm DeAndre Hopkins – Knowing my health concerns and knowing mm-hmm. what would be expected in Cleveland and the chance to play with Deshaun Watsons, who I've played with for, what, seven years, yeah. I, and knowing right now, I'm not going to say we have a better shot of going deep in the playoffs than the Buffalo Bills. I can mm-hmm. tell you I without confidence or with 100% confidence we have a better shot than the New England Patriots. Um, and, yeah. and with the full full off season and a half season of Deshaun Watson be able to get in football shape going into this season now you're, you're talking complete football shape. You're, you're talking a whole off season and a half season to get into rhythm with the uh, the receivers, the tight ends get acclimated into that system. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we had a better shot of going deep into the playoffs or to the Super Bowl than the Buffalo Bills. I, I, I'm not going to say. Because um, Buffalo's been a good team. But um, Cleveland's finally got them itself in a position that they're a, a, a serious contender. Right now, the only team that I feel that could possibly stop us coming out of the North is Cincinnati. And it, it, it mm. hurts me, and it bothers me. So I cannot stand Cincinnati being an Ohioan and being a Cleveland uh, fan. Um, but I'm not scared of Baltimore and their quarterback that can't hardly throw the ball, and an Odell Beckham that can't stay healthy, and Pittsburgh's still in a re- rebuilding. Um, if Pittsburgh had already rebuilt the team, yes, I'd be scared of them, but I still think they got a few more years of rebuilding their situation. So really, Cincinnati is the only team that scares me, and they only scare me to a point because even though um, – they, at the end of the year, the last two years, they've been better on us. This year was the first year they actually beat us up to that point. Um, uh, Kevin Stefanski hadn't even lost to the Cincinnati Bengals till this year. Um, so we have seemed to have their number. But I'm, if I'm DeAndre, Hop- DeAndre Hopkins, I'm taking that opportunity to go play with a former quarterback that I know can throw the ball in a system that I know that I'm not going to be required required to be the number one and 10 years and many, many miles into my, my career and an opportunity to play for a team that is very likely going to make the playoffs to what extent and how deep. We're, we're going to find out, but it's not like you're going to a team that's really got no shot, that's not going to make the playoffs, um, or, or very unlikely like the New England Patriots, because um, I'm sorry, but the Jets, the Dolphins, um, and the Bills, to me, are all better teams at this point right now than the New England Patriots. Um, so if you're just about the money, there's a possibility you might get more in New England, and that's where you're going to go, but if you're you're talking about playoffs and actually finally winning something, I think that you're you're better off going to Buffalo, or you're better go better off going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want, I want, yeah. I think, I think, I think. You know, I don't, I don't know how the money situation is, but I would definitely, I would, I, I would definitely want to play with somebody. That can at least give me the ball, and we're in a good, you know, organizational space with a quarterback that, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, not that I just believe in, but the overall team believes in, including the coaching staff and the coach. You know, what I mean, I just don't feel like I'm gonna go to a team where the coaches really don't got confidence in the quarterback. You know, the coaches just letting go players that they just signed. You know, what I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you understand what I'm saying? And you know, I just yeah. feel like it's just always something over there ever since Tom Brady left. You know, what I mean, it just—I wouldn't say it went downhill, but I just feel like there's just been so many more problems coming out of New England. You know, what I mean, since Tom Brady left. You know, when Tom Brady was there, it was just nice and quiet, simple things going on. You know, you didn't hear, you didn't hear no fuss. You didn't hear no arguing. You didn't hear no problems within the team. But as soon as that happened, 
You know what I mean? Now you just hear everything. Coach is not happy, offensive coordinator, quarterback, coach, coach. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like all over the place now. I couldn't picture myself going there. Uh, one more thing I want to get into before we get things wrapped up. Um, do you do uh, sports bets any? At, at, oh, actually, North Carolina, North Carolina, y'all can't do it still. Um, no, no, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. I think you guys got approved, but I think because someone brought it up this weekend while I was in North Carolina, because um, yeah, uh-huh. I actually didn't get to put I didn't put my ticket in before I left Ohio for the Denver game, and then I didn't think about it until I got to North Carolina. And once I got to North Carolina, I opened up. I have uh, DraftKings and I have FanDuel Sportsbet, and that's when it hit me that North Carolina has not passed where you guys could do that. Um, I just, for the first time, actually reloaded some money onto my DraftKings and my FanDuel. Um, other mm-hmm. than the initial, I think you put $5 in, they gave you <clears throat> some odd $100. It was $100, $250, I forget what it was. Um, and you had to use them by a certain date, and then your winnings you actually got to keep. Um, if you use it, say you put $200 of the fake, I call it a fake money, and you won $200 mm-hmm. while you were eating was the $200. You don't get $400 in your account. You lose the 200 fake dollars. Yeah, so I called them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the first time, and I actually was not out of money. I just went ahead since I got paid today, reloaded it just because um, what I do on our YouTube channel is I do a three of three. Um, I pick three games at 3 o'clock. I post my picks for those three games. Um, so far, okay. I'm 0, 0 3. I, and so mm-hmm. I'm not good on my, my actual best. Now, I'm 5 and 4 overall. Right now, um, I do have the Yankees over the Mets. They are tied at the bottom of the fifth. I did pick the uh, Reds over the Royals. was my second game. They are actually tied at one in the bottom of the fourth. And my third game tonight was Arizona over Philly. They don't start until later on tonight. And I picked Arizona. Overall, I've done pretty well. I would say I have won, obviously, because I've been doing this for four or five months. This is the first time, and I wasn't out of money. I just wanted to make sure that I was able to continue to do my three three at three without any, any interruption, so I did it when I got paid. But I've had the same money in my account for – I know I was betting on March Madness, I want to say that I was even betting on football games. As a matter of fact, I was betting on football games. So that tells you how far back, that's how long I've had this money in this account. Um, so you're looking about mm-hmm. four or five months easily. Um, so I have won some. I've, won, I've lost some. Um, but uh, make sure you guys go check out our YouTube channel. That is one of the things that I'm doing on top of our videos, um, our weekly video. Um, and, Mario, I don't know if you got my text message. Resend me those videos you sent me. But send them on Messenger. For some reason, any videos or pictures I got through text message does not open from anybody. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm not able to. So I'm hoping if you send all those videos that you sent me, I think you sent them to me Saturday or Sunday, I'll be able to, if you send them on Messenger, hopefully I'll be able to upload them on this week's video. But make sure you guys uh-huh. check out our weekly um, video. There's only one, uh, there's only one nation. Um, episode 8, um, it's hard to believe we're eight weeks into this. Um, it's kind of behind-the-scenes stuff of what's going on, what Mario's got going on, being a 104.5 um, radio station. I think he was again there today or yesterday. Um, and then the fair, the boxing, everything he's got going on, yeah. um, the different sporting events I've been doing, um, the partnerships, the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff at this end. Uh, Taz has participated. He's got stuff going on behind the scenes and the pool and everything. Um, so make sure that you guys check out our YouTube channel. Um, we got that. We got we got the full shows on there. Then we also do teaser clips. Uh, I'll end up breaking last night's show and tonight's show down. Um, I think last week I had probably about 10 to 12 different clips where I take different topics that we talked about, like tonight talking about Zion, tonight talking about um, – uh, uh, Nikolai Jokic, um, I was talking about whoever else, whatever, uh, 
DeAndre Hopkins. I will break that down into different little teaser clips. That way people can catch the smaller smaller segments of the show in hopes that they'll go back and mm-hmm. want to catch the full shows. Um, yeah, that's how you do it. I got my three. I got my three and three. Um, just a bunch of different things going on, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, I can't wait till y'all get it in North Carolina, though. I want to talk to you about, as a matter of fact, the Reds just went up two to one. So uh, I, I, I'm ahead. I was kind of aggravated because I've done three nights uh, since I started yeah. this, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Sunday night, if it wouldn't have been for the Yankees losing in damn extra innings, I would have got that night. Um, the second night, I went one and two. It was a horrible night. And then last night, Boston was down four to nothing at one point. They came back. Tied at four and four, sending extra innings. I got the other two games right, and Boston ends up losing seven to six in extra innings. So both nights that I've actually lost my bets um, had to do with the teams going in extra innings and losing. Um, so hopefully tonight things pan out. I'm looking forward to uh, you guys getting it down there in North Carolina because I like to talk some sports bet. I like it. I love it. Um, I, I kind of pace myself with it. This is the most active I've been with it, but I'm trying to do it for the YouTube channel, do the three for three at three. Um, hopefully I get myself in a rhythm and, and people tune in to check out who I'm picking um, and see how we're doing here. Um, but I have a fun time with it. We have fun conversations at my job. Before we get wrapped up, make sure, uh, Mario, um, let them know where to find you on the web, um, Facebook, and where you're going to be. Yeah, you can find us at, uh, online at carolinasportsplus.com. You can like us on Facebook. And Instagram or Carolina Sports Plus, and we'll be out in Rock Hill, South Carolina, from tomorrow, starting tomorrow all the way till next Sunday. So, if you're out there in that area, please come out and check us out. Got a dumb question: Where the hell is Rock Hill, South Carolina? It's on the other side of Charlotte. It's right by Carowinds. It's like on the border of Charlotte, okay. border of North Carolina, right there. Close to close to I've been Charlotte. That's where, uh, yeah, that's where that's where the Panthers owner was going to build their training facility and decline right there. Gotcha, David. Pepper. I've been to Charlotte a few yeah, times. Right um, mm-hmm. I've been to the track. I've been to a couple VIP events with Chip Canassi Racing. Um, got to meet some great drivers and um, Cassidy Pope and Three Horse. Three, three horse, three something um, groups, and got, one of the years I actually took one of the cars we sponsored. We sponsored a local driver. She actually got it because she stays in that area. Got uh, bring her with us to the event. Um, been the mall in Charlotte. Um, there's a couple other things I've done in Charlotte Hall of Fame. So the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So it's a, very familiar with that area. Um, here at this end, we got. Um, Make sure you guys like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. Check out our YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe. Um, we're slowly but surely getting – got to get to that 1,000 threshold. Um, I hate bugging and begging people to, to subscribe to it, but it helps us to continue to grow because once we hit that 1,000 mm-hmm. subscriber, we can monetize, which then – makes it where we can upgrade, makes it where we can do giveaways, where we can afford to um, bring more people on, bring more platforms on, um, sponsor things and everything else. Um, So just ask you guys, go over there, check us out on the YouTube channel, subscribe to us so we can continue to grow um, our YouTube channel so that in returns we can continue to grow what we got going on here at the 110 Nation, what Mario's got going on at Carolina Sports Plus, what the guys got going on at Race Chat Live, partnerships and everything else. Make sure you guys go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, the views and everything is up there as well. All our numbers across the board are phenomenally growing, and we're loving it. I'm um, just going to continue okay. to put it out yeah. there so that everybody knows what we got going on. Um, on the on the uh, webpage, it's got our blogs, it's got our videos, it's got our marketing partners, it's got the show schedules. Um, it's also got tabs to how you guys can catch the shows. 
Um, some people, they prefer to catch podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, um, all those YouTube, all those different platforms. Um, if you uh, want to either A, go on those platforms and just search the 110 Nation to follow, or if you go to www.110nationsportsradionetwork.com, you guys can click the tab. It'll take you to the platform and follow the show that way as well. Um, I personally um, will be working on clips. There'll be a lot of things coming out over on the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys check out my three at three. Um, and unfortunately, the uh, Mets have taken a one nothing lead, so I am down on that part of the bet. But I am still up on the Reds two to one. Um, Friday night. Um, I don't know if we're gonna start this Friday night or next Friday night. I do have a YouTube live series that my son and I are going to be doing. So looking forward to do that. We're gonna sit around campfire, talk sports, um, talk about uh, different events that I have taken to. Going to the Daytona 500. Um, going to the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Going to a local team. You know them, Campbell University. I've taken them out to watch the Campbell Campbells play football. Um, we've been to the Dane Dragon Games, um, just different things that we have gotten to do um, added together for sports stuff and being um, living in a household that lived with me and was like to be someone, you know, living with someone that is sports everything. Um, so we'll be, we'll be doing videos, making a series out of that, face or, um, YouTube Lives. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else this weekend. Like I said, there is only one nation that will be dropping episode number eight. Uh, Race Chat Live Tuesday night. Make sure you guys don't miss the out. Well, I'm going to say, usually they're on Tuesday night. Now, the entire NASCAR series is off due to Father's Day, so there may not be a show this Tuesday night. Um, but normally Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, right here on the one, uh, one Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. And then, of course, next Wednesday night, Mario and myself will be back in the studio um, doing what we do best. I think as we get to a point, we're going to start transitioning into NFL as NHL. Congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights won the uh, NBA, or I'm sorry, the NHL um, Stanley Cup last night. So congratulations to them. Um, baseball is kind of in that long part of the season as we work up to the playoffs. Um, so we got college football around the corner. We got the NFL. Um, a couple other topics we're going to get into next week. Um, you guys have a great night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. conditions apply. See website for details. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. 